You feel like a kid? Why? Because your feet aren't My touching feet the ground? feet are legitimately swinging. You swinging your feet? <laughs> yes. Swinging your feet like a little kitty kid? I hate it. Oh, <laughs> the sacrifices I make for you. I was going to go get the other chair. I know, but I did it anyways. All right, well. I'm a kind gentleman. Yeah, you're something. That's right. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Whoa. Man, about to go on tour again. Rolling out with these hooligans. Listen, man, all we do is win. Ooh. About to make chubby fellas cool again. That ain't happened since Escobar. It's friends and family. Who the rest of y'all? My God. Miss Vince on the shame, man. That's the campaign. Man, I've been shouting. And welcome to this week's episode of the Hooligan Hideout. My name, as always, is Christian. And today I am joined. By the one, the only, Brian. Oh, as me. And the one, the only, Hunter. What is up, hooligans? How the heck are you guys? Are we calling our fa- fan base hooligans? Also, do we have a fan base? I mean, I I don't know. You guys are the ones that like read the metrics. I can't see any. Well, that's hooligan, not true. Hooligan. I can see the YouTube metrics. Yeah. Our YouTube metrics are pretty consistent, actually. That's good. I have our noticed, views. like, and they're pretty quick too. Like, some there's a few people that, as soon as I watch or will turn it on. Friday morning, there's already like four to five people. I'm like, dang, y'all. Are I will early. see say I have been using Chat GPT or GPT for the uh, tags. That's awesome. I've been I asking didn't know it, that. I've I been asking that. it for uh, search search engine optimized tags. Ooh. So I don't know if that's working. Interesting. Uh, hey, but dude, it might be. If it's working, it's working. I so love it. I'll take it. Dude, but, if Chat GPT AI makes our views skyrocket. I will. S- no, I'm, I was gonna say I'll sell my soul. Don't what? say what? that, bro. <laughs> well, according what? to Carson, I'm a Satanist, motorcycle-hating Batman. So <laughs> we don't. Yeah. We don't listen to Carson around here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I greet him on Sunday nights, I'm like, "What's up, number two fan?" Oh. Yeah. Who's number one? Uh, God. Oh. He is. Our number. Yeah, one probably. Fan. I would. I'd say he's probably, he's probably a fan. Of, probably. I'd hope so, at least. That's what I want it to be. Yeah. He probably likes it. I, would, yeah. I hope. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. What's up? What are we talking about today? What are we doing? But for, Wait, no. Who does, We have a question. Huh? You got to start off with a question, bro. What's well, our question? Well, hold on. I think he like introduces the topic, and then we go into okay, the question. Okay, okay. Right? Uh, sure. Yeah. We, don't, we have no idea what's going that, on today. What are we talking about today? Yes, we do. We We're know talking about kids on. stuff. Uh, us being little kids. Oh, okay. Like, that started off weird. <laughs> <laughs> talking about us Tell having about, like kid aspirations and when we were kids and what we wanted to be when we grow up and stuff and fun stories and such yeah. Yeah. yeah i think we all have moments in our lives where we can reflect back on our childhood and we can share whether it's childhood trauma um, we're hoping to avoid that that part yeah i think we were this actually week. specifically avoiding childhood trauma <laughs> yeah because we want to be a little more lighthearted. I think. yeah yeah yeah. So that's totally fine. If you want to talk about your childhood trauma to us, though, you can DM us on Discord. Um, drop it in the chat if you're open to that. Yeah, if you're down sharing it in general, I mean, I guess you can. That's pretty bold. Yeah, this is bold. bold. But we, I mean, we'll definitely support you. We'll yeah. applaud you for it, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I do have a question for us. Um, I'm ready. Um, one thing that every single person deals with um, on a daily basis is intrusive thoughts intrusive thoughts has there ever been a moment in your life where you have acted out on an intrusive thought yeah and if so 
what is it? Plenty of times. It could be very lighthearted, could be dark, serious, could be whatever. I don't know if you want to share. I've never and, I've um, never acted out on the dark, intrusive thoughts. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I'll be honest. Because you're still here. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Very accurate. Yeah. Um, but I have acted out on like the, the intrusive thoughts where I'm like, wonder what would happen if I just like smacked that water bottle out of their hand as hard as I could? <laughs> or like, dude, you know, just like, wonder what would happen if I just like drop kicked that? I've done that hundreds of times, <laughs> like just because it's, it's uh, funny and it's turned out terribly a couple <laughs> times. But yeah, no, I've done that for sure. Ooh, I wouldn't really. I don't think I would call them intrusive thoughts. But when I worked in the warehouse, I had this thing. One, they would not let me train new people, and it was probably the best decision for the company at that time. But anytime I would see a new person, so if your box was even like had a hole in it. The product would not be damaged, but like the customer could still send it back because we sent it to medical supply stuff. They could send it back and like, oh, it's damaged and you get an error, which takes a hit on your production, obviously. Every new person, bro, because I wore my steel toes in the warehouse, like, bro, why are you sending out damaged product? And I'm like, I'm not. And I'm like, right here. And they'll get off their lift, walk the 15 feet back to the other side. And I'm like, it's fine. And I'll just straight field goal kick their box, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. It would be like diapers. Like, it wouldn't really damage it. But then, like, I got to drive five miles away now. Go get the right product and then fix it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> and the only reason I did it is because someone did it to me and I just continued the trend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what they call that, right? Uh, hazing? Generational curses. Yeah, right? that's you're just passing that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of hazing too. <laughs> there was oh another one. Me and this guy got into a prank war. So anytime we would go to break, something would happen to our lift or our skid that we were working on. When I switched departments and I was on the reach truck, so I was putting stuff, you know, 30 feet in the air, I completely wrapped both of his skids and threw them on the top rack because he was not certified to get them off (laughs) and then also hid his rider. That's what I spent my 15-minute break doing. (laughs) So he came back on a whole mission just trying to find his stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I've been looking at stuff on Timu. And you know what? Dude, they, you know what I, they? I'm. Listen, I think it's a scam. You know what they sell? It's not. It's a little weird. Like some of the stuff it's you can get. It's so there. odd. I've ordered a lot of stuff off there, and it's all come, and it's all been pretty like, like it's been the stuff I've ordered. Really? It's been pretty good. Has like, it been good like quality though? Like I mean, the product for the most part, yeah. It's been it's been exactly what I've expected. Like when you buy something that's like five bucks, <laughs> you expect it to be five dollars yeah, worth of quality, yeah. and it's. You're like, yeah, that, yep, that's five bucks worth. Like, but anyway, so one thing's been popping up on my Timu is like four dollar little motherboards with just like watch batteries on them, and you take them and you pull the little tab out, and it just beeps every couple minutes endlessly until it runs out of batteries. And that's all it does. And that I'm like, that is that is so evil. And I'm like, I'm going to buy like 20 of them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm going to open people's computers and just no, just set them inside. <laughs> That's so evil. <laughs> yeah, just like beep. Hey, when just you do that, every like 10 minutes. Give me like three of them so I can do it too. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why this is getting suggested to me, but I'm oh. going to get in trouble. <laughs> um, so um, I acted on an intrusive thought in seventh grade. Uh, there was the... Uh, the you know like dare the program yeah like staying off drugs uh-huh yeah um 
we knew that we had a dare assembly like the next day. And uh, I don't know if intrusive thoughts are things that kind of like spur in the moment. So maybe this is not a intrusive thought. This is more premeditated. Um, but I was like, what if I just brought a laser pointer? And as the person was speaking, pointed it at the person. That's a good idea. I was in, uh, this was fifth grade? Yeah. You just said seventh. Sorry. Fifth? fifth. Okay. I apologize. Goodness. Um, Get the details right, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's an airport. What are they going to do? Um, oh, are we getting to bomb. what they're going to do? All right, keep going. Yeah, keep okay. going. So, I um, so I bring the laser pointer to school, and oh, the, I forgot he was a couple years behind us. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pretty serious about stuff in our years. All right, continue. Yeah, and uh, I uh, point the laser at the person, mm-hmm. uh, and they stop the assembly. <laughs> what did they think it was? Like a gun? Got that blicky. They never knew to this day that it was me. Now they do. Did they explain? Like they explained why they stopped? Or did they just abruptly like, freeze? They weren't like freeze, but like the speaker stepped off the stage and then everyone was dismissed back to class. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What school did you go to? Canal Winchester. That's well, why. Winchester Trail Elementary. Hey, I'm, I remember that school. <laughs> you went to school in Canal Winchester. Uh-huh. They saw a laser pointer, and they were like, Sniper, get down! In the elementary school, <laughs> and they sent the dare Dude. guy to get off of the stage. Like, That's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, that some elementary school kid had the blicky with the beam. Like, what's going on, bro? But, it's ridiculous. I mean, dude, I, when did... It's weird to bring up Sandy Hook right now. I mean, not really. It's associated, but I forget when that happened. I want to say it was like I was at least oh. a sophomore. Oh, okay. Well, this is well before then. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know, bro. But uh, no, I don't think we were in school when Sandy Hook happened. Oh nope, I graduated. It was 2012. Oh well, then I was. You in were school. in school. Yeah, I would have been a. No, I was in sophomore? middle school. So you would have been in like seventh grade. I yeah. was eighth grade. Eighth 2013 grade. was when I started my freshman year. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's still a little ridiculous. Like, if you're in a whole assembly and, like, you're pointing <laughs> a gun with a laser on it, don't you think <laughs> at least one kid's going to be like, hey, man, like, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> this dude's got a gun. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's that's super calm goofy, besides the bro. police officer up front. <laughs> Did you actually like hit it on the officer? Where what did you point it at? Point it at like their shoulder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> He's like, oh sniper. <laughs> Just gave that man a PTSD attack. Oh, for man. real. He's been thinking about that that night Since. for twenty years now. He just stopped going to canal schools <laughs> after that. <laughs> like I can't I, get anywhere near. I regret it. I really do. <laughs> Why? Because bro, I could have been suspended for that. Now, you could have been more than suspended. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. How long ago was you that? Big fifth grade dummy. Like you said you you said your freshman year was 2013, so it would have been 2010. So it would have been 13 years ago. Let's go with this math. Oh, the statute of limitations. That was really hard years. for me. So they could still statute of limitation for what? Pointing a laser pointer at a police officer in a school? No, 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 no. It wasn't a police officer. It was like a dare like spokesperson. Those are usually cops. No, it's like a dude with like a gray dare shirt. Yeah, those are usually police officers. 
at least in our school, the dude that came and talked to us about there was a police officer. I always had police officers too. I don't ever remember a police officer. I remember a police officer coming in and showing us oh. co- like cocaine and marijuana like uh, in sophomore year. What? Like he'd show us like the drug busts that they Did would you do. have that? And, uh, no, they didn't actually bring the drugs. Honestly, I don't remember that either. Yeah, bro. It was crazy. Freaking canal, bro. I'm glad I left that place. So they're going to jump off the stage for a laser pointer. but That they're was gonna, fifth grade. They're going to physically bring cocaine and, and marijuana. That was high school. That was high school. It's not tracking. <laughs> but kind of think a break about in, bro. all the crap <laughs> that happened between then. What? Just everything got more lax, more loose when it came to certain things. I would disagree. With cocaine? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. That, no. We just explained how Sandy Hook happened between that time <laughs> and that time. <laughs> so, no, things did not become more lax. Maybe, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think you are. Yeah. I'm just burying a dig- deeper hole for Dude, me. I'm digging a hole right now. No, that, we're just, we're just I, having fun, man. But I that was more a premeditated thought. Yeah, it's okay. It still counts. We'll count it. All right, now the moment I've been waiting for, selfishly, before we get into this topic. Christian said he has a story for us all, and I'm eager hmm. to hear the details. <laughs> so uh, what what spurred that on? So uh, it was, oh, the, it was the, Youth the, yeah, Chronicles the Youth Group Chronicles podcast where the guy talks about he went to the bathroom, heard the from the door and bolted, and bolted. as a big 350 yeah, yeah, yeah. pound man. Yeah, yeah. So in should have been eighth grade. Okay. I was on the golf team. And um I'm all right at golf. You've seen me golf. You both yep, have seen yep, me yep. golf. We need to go um, again. Like top golf. I still I'm have down. a gift card. Yeah, I'm down for it. Um oh, I'd like to go too. No, you're not invited. Uh, I'll invite you. <laughs> I'll invite both of you. Saw my face right now. I'll invite both of you. So right, dude, cool. I love Sorry. their wings and buffalo dip. And it's a it's a driving range. Not so a you restaurant. go there for the food. Top golf, bro. You go there for more than just golf. What a Why nerd. don't we just go to a driving range and we can pack sandwiches? For real, that'd be fun. That's way it's cheaper, cheaper than cheaper. top golf. A lot cheaper. Yeah, it's way cheaper than top golf. Doing an uncrustable. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Golf team. Um. So I'm on the golf team, and I was all right at golf. I wasn't fantastic, but I was definitely not as good as like the dudes that were actually playing. Um. But. With it being Tays Valley's golf team, we didn't use golf carts. So we were walking, you know, 9 to 18 holes. And so doing it for a whole season, like I got my cardio up pretty well. So I was in not good shape, but like I was used to walking. I was, you know, whatever. And so I went to West, which was um, the one of the middle schools in, in Asheville. Commercial Point? Commercial Point. Commercial Point. Yeah. And... um. Basically, it was just two wings with, like, a center, like, a lobby. And the bathrooms for both wings were right off the lobby. The health class that I was in at the time of this story happening was all the way at the end of one of the wings. So I was like, hey, health teacher, I got to go pee. Can I go to the bathroom? And him, being a stereotypical health teacher, was like, yeah, but he's like, you only have 30 seconds. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, so go down there and get back. And I'm like, you tell me to run down the hallway? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So I like walk out of the door and then I just <sighs> take off running as fast as I can. I full on sprint down this hallway. It's probably a good, I don't know, probably like 75 yards. It's not crazy long, but it's, I mean, it's a good bit to be sprinting. Sprint all the way down there, do my stuff. I, walk out of the bathroom, and sprint all the way back. I probably get maybe 
10 yards from the door and my buddy who's also on the golf team walks out of the door and we make eye contact and I am full sprint. <laughs> I mean like full sprint. <laughs> And we make eye contact, and I literally, like, just bust out laughing while I'm sprinting and slow down. And he starts laughing so hard, he, like, doubles over. Every single time that I see him, even up until, like, last year, he he make, he brings it up. Because he's like, that's still the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's he's a like, core memory now for this, him. He's like this, like, six-foot-two, like, easily 300-pound dude, just full sprint. He's like, that's the fastest I've ever seen someone your size run. <laughs> And I was like, hey, man, I was like, I had long legs. Like, I could just, I ran. I was like, I've never ran that fast again. But, like, he's like, he, I was like, he gave me a time. I had to get it done. But here's my question Was it 30 seconds? I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe. It might have been. He's like, I, I don't doubt care. it. I just made it. That's all I care about. I seriously doubt it. <laughs> I just remember it was fast. Did you wash your hands? Sir? No, of course not. Of course no. not. He ah! just hand sanitized when I got back to the room. Exactly. <laughs> And so, apparently, I don't remember this, but apparently Megan was in that class. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it coming Did you guys circle. even know each other at no. that point? I, I don't remember meeting her until, I think it was freshman or sophomore year. She saw a 6'2", 300-pound man sprinting into the classroom. She did not see me after sprint. She heard the story. She, she didn't. She, she, she didn't heard the story footsteps. until later on. She, I'm sure she and heard. Saw the you run in and was like, "That's the man I'm gonna marry." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what she thought. She actually thought I was super annoying. Oh, until I think senior year, and then senior year, she thought that I was mean because I was mean to her. Oh well, <laughs> and then I redeemed myself. So. Good job. Good job. Do you remember? So in the high school, just a similar story about a bigger man running. I had a buddy who was like 6'1", 6'2", and he was probably like 300, 325 as well. So in the high school, going from the lunchroom, and you would turn left and then go up that hallway towards the big, long study hall room. Mm -hmm. Every, I swear, it was like every lunch, at least once a week, he would be a fullback, I'd be the running back, and we would just go through anyone in the way, bro. <laughs> if we saw someone we knew, like another big dude, he would lower his shoulder right into their chest and just knock him over and we keep going. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Similar story. Um, I used to, to hang out with this dude named Garrett. Um, and we had lunch be before this other guy. His name was Roger. And so we would pass each other going opposite directions. And every single time we would be going, you know, southbound. And Roger would be going northbound. And Garrett would lock eyes with Roger, and he would just go, Roger! And he would literally just sprint full speed into him. I have a video on my old YouTube of him literally just going, Roger! And just, like, running full speed into him. It's it's hilarious. It's terrible quality because it's from, like, 2013. Of course. But it's great. It's so funny. It, the same guy that was, like, my fullback in those moments, in the lunchroom one day, someone took a banana peel after they got done eating their banana inches winged it at him <laughs> and it smashed straight to the side of his face and they're both bigger too and you just see them take off down that same hallway <laughs> full sprint bro <laughs> yeah it was so funny <laughs> me, me and my buddy henry got detention once because <laughs> we got into a fake fight and oh lunch, yes and he sprinted out of the lunchroom and this was i mean the middle of lunch i think we were in like seventh grade and he sprinted out of the lunchroom so i chased after him and he sprinted outside 
So oh. I continued chasing after him. We sprinted out of the freshman building. It was the it wasn't the freshman building. The old at the time, middle school. But we sprinted out of the freshman building and ran all the way to the tennis courts. Holy crap! Yeah, dude. we sprinted all the way out there, and then I was like running after him, and I was like, "When is this joke gonna stop?" <laughs> oh my God. Like you were committed. <laughs> It's a long run. Yeah. And oh he turned my. around and he was like just laughing and I was like, dude, we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> like And we turned around and came back and the, the assistant principal was standing there and he was laughing, but he was like, What are you guys doing? <laughs> and we were like, We're just messing around, man. And he's like, You're in trouble. Like you have detention. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> was this still Keel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Mr. <laughs> Keel. <laughs> you got any fun stories over there, Hunter? Of being a big old dummy in high school? Um like us? Yeah, he pointed a laser pointer at a dare That was that was school. Dude, that oh, was okay. elementary. Oh yeah, elementary. Uh, middle, depending on intermediate. We'll call um, it. yeah, it's just not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that's fair. I respect it. Um, yeah. Did you? I made a fake uh Twitter oh, no. account of our uh assistant principal. Oh, oh no, Hunter. Um, that's a good one. And but okay, so I was co-creator, but. My email was not the one that Associated was used the account. to create the account. You guys didn't make a fake email account? Rookie move. Hey, it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> it wasn't right, me. But Shaggy. I was given the username and password, and I was the one that tweeted everything. Oh. But the person that made the account was the one that got in trouble and got suspended for five days. Wow. Ooh, and he didn't throw buddy. me under the bus. Wow. That's a real friend. I mean... His name is Ethan Doss, if he's listening right now. <laughs> you just threw him under the bus. Yeah. He already got in trouble. Well, he okay. already got in trouble. Oh, yeah. True. Double jeopardy, bro. He's fast. good. He already yeah. got punished for it. Did you? He already did his time. Um, My last random story. Did you yeah. hear about Ryan, Sto- Ryan Starr in the lunchroom? Uh, name sounds familiar. The dude, so we were sitting in lunch. Don't encourage us. I just want to preface this story. Sitting in lunch. You know, like the hard, like, lunch trays? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I... So peaceful. We're 10 minutes in a lunch. Just walks up to a kid, taps him on his shoulder, and just baseball swings it across his face. Breaks it. Yeah, it was he did it. No. Across, it was uh, yes, dude. Jordan Boyd. Yes, and Jordan got up and low-key won the fight. Yeah. Just got up and started going there's crazy. A, there's a video of Jordan getting hit. Yeah, it's a, there's a whole video. Yeah, it was yeah. 100% premeditated. Mm-hmm. Dang. Oh, yeah. Jordan's a good dude, too. Yeah, I, don't that was, if, I don't know if you ever knew, like, I did like got know. to know Jordan. He was, uh, a lot of people just kind of assumed that he was, like, stereotypical, like, douchebag stoner kid, like, whatever. He is, like, genuine salt of the earth, dude. Hmm. He's a real good dude. He was in uh, My Buddy Tanner's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of, like, that's a, one of those core memories, like, I remember oh, yeah. watching it happen. I was yeah, like, he dang. Was, he was crazy in high school. He acknowledges it, too. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. He was like, yeah, high school's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great dude. All right. Childhood, aspirations, dreams, stories. Anyone got one to start off? It doesn't have to be crazy like we've been talking we've about. We've kind of been doing it. I was going right to say, we've kind of just been telling our childhood um, stories. I might have all been high school, though. <laughs> I mean, when that's, I was like that's a our childhood. Terrible there human. was one story. Um, I had a friend. Uh, I, I don't want to say who it is um, because what he did was terrible. Um, he was very racist. Yeah, he might <laughs> still be to this day. Um, no bueno. Amen. No bueno. Um, but Ohio gang, you know, but he said, he said something to this guy and basically, um, got beat up so bad. Like both his front teeth were front teeth knocked out. Um, and then, uh, it was funny a couple months ago, he had to get, uh, that fake tooth that he had replaced again. 
Rip. from the same thing that he did in sixth grade, um, which is hilarious to me, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes you wonder, like, if he acknowledges, like, oh, man, this was from a dumb mistake I made, or if he, like, blames the dude. Well, the victim and, like, reinforce the... I think he blames him still to this day. Nerd. What a big old nerd. Yeah. Um, the first time I learned how to ride my bike, um, I went missing for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain the story. <laughs> Oh Why did this you was, start with this? <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain this story. I rode. Uh, I think I've ever seen Christian laugh like this. <laughs> this, is the best, this is the best opening to a story I've ever heard. The first time I learned how to ride my bike, I went missing for 12 hours. <laughs> my, um, I remember the bike too. It was from Walmart. It was a yellow bike. Um, it was like, it was a, no, it wasn't a mongoose one, but it was something with like, Finish line flags. You guys know what I'm talking about? Sure. Maybe a checkered next. flag? Checkered flag, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Same. Finish line. I mean, they wave all their flags at the finish line, but I get no, what you're getting No, it's at. white flag. They white. have a when green flag, a, a red green, flag, a, red, a, a yellow flag, a checkered white flag. flag. usually the last lap, and then checkered flag. Yeah, but. Flag. <laughs> checkered flab. <laughs> checkered flab. <laughs> um, anyways. Anyways, ahead. yep. Anyway, uh, I remember what bike I was riding, <laughs> and um, um it was like I just got my training wheels off. My dad taught me how to ride my bike. And literally, they let me go, and I just ride. I lived uh, in Winchester Lakes. I lived off of Fallon Lane, and I ended up on Lehman Road. That's where I grew up. Is it really? Yes. Um, Why didn't I, you get him, bro? I don't know. I was probably already gone by then. <laughs> um, and I went to a friend's house. And, um, but I didn't have a phone. I never told my parents where I went. The person that I went to, uh, like their house, their mom didn't want my bike to get stolen. So they put it in the garage. And then I left my friend's house, went riding around, um, uh, the Winchester Highlands. And I did not know how to get home. I just want to like pull up map. Like this man went from here all the way over to here, like through a neighborhood as a young child. That's Your a decent haul. Just like follow you <laughs> oh no no they didn't because they thought i was gonna come right back i my the plan was for me just to drive down to the end of the road and come back and so let me here's tell you the my question man, when you were out of sight what did your parents do well so th- so the thing about this road is they were one of like some of the first like houses mm-hmm. like we're probably like the ninth or tenth house and there's probably like over 80 houses on this one long road so you get to the very end of the road, it's like you cannot see down the road. Like down the sidewalk, cars are like in the middle of the sidewalk because like people are driving trucks and they're stuck in the same house that they bought in 2008 because of uh, the recession. And um, basically that's what happened to my parents. And so everyone was stuck in these houses and uh, you could not see down the road. And so I was like, oh, I drove this I rode this far. I, I, I can keep going. Um, my parents called the police. They said that their child was missing. And um, what's funny is, as I was, I finally found my way back home, my mom was on the phone with the police and, like, was there, saw me. She was like, wait, 
I think I see him. And she starts sobbing, bawling her ass. So she's like, I finally found him. Like, yes, they were so happy. And as soon as I got in the garage, my parents pulled my pants down and smacked <laughs> me right on the butt, bro. And said, you are never allowed to ride a bike again. I just wanted to show you. So if you grew up there, <clears throat> oh, I think I just changed the wrong angle. But I grew up literally on Isaac Road right there. Like, that was the house my parents had. And really? then when my parents split, I came over here to Layman Road. We were really? always very close to each other. That's crazy. It is. How did you world. end up Taze Valley? Uh, when my mom and stepdad got together and wanted to live together, we moved out that direction. Okay. Yeah. I'm just still confused as to, like, <laughs> how your parents lost you, dog. Like, well, really, I lost my parents. But, like, well, I you mean, just I don't started know. I riding, rogue. and they were just kind of like, "All yeah. right, have a good one." You know, well, <laughs> so I, long, well, partner. What I like, did? Well, here's what happened. I told my parents I was just gonna ride down the road and come back, and they were like, "Okay." And so this wasn't like a as the first time you rode without training wheels. This was like they were in the garage, probably let you ride your bike down. No, the no, street. no, 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 no. Fresh. Like this is the first time. No, I'm sorry. That's your parents' fault. They fought. Like, okay, my vivid remembery. Remembery. Memory <laughs> of learning to ride without training wheels is my dad was following me. Yeah, that's I'm I'm sorry, dog. Even though he was like 20 yards behind, because like you let him go, hundred percent your parents. But fault. Uh, it wasn't like okay, sorry. Let me let me. It wasn't like right after I got my training wheels off, and as soon as I learned how to be able to do it on my own, I would like ride up and down a little bit, and then I was like, I'm gonna go to the end of the street. They're like, all right, just. Come right back. And they went in the house, and I was like, "Wonder if I just kept going." No, that that's a hundred percent their fault. 100%. But it's my favorite story. Why did they told. go back in the house? <laughs> because I'm coming right back. But now we know you're a liar. So let, <laughs> no, that's an intrusive thought. <laughs> what nah, if I just man. keep going? Nah, man, that's the intrusive thought. You should have talked about to start. Well, I I, I just thought about it. <laughs> Um, nah, man. That is one story. Another awesome story. My friend Casey North, who I want to reconnect with. Um, Casey, if you're listening, yeah, reconnect for whatever reason. Reconnect. Um, this was like one of the first times I ever went to his house. Um, we, he had like this. He had he lived in this house, obviously, and he had like a nice little bit of land, and there was like this set of woods by his house. I don't know who owned the woods or it might have just been like public land that was just covered. Um, and what he what he did for fun is he got this airsoft gun. And with the airsoft gun, he would like to shoot the tires of cars mm. as they're driving by. Yep, that's not a good plan. What do you think happened? <clears throat> I mean, nothing about that sounds like a good idea. Someone I don't know what right happened. Back. But... Well, no. Someone had their window down. Oh no! And he missed that bad. And he didn't hit the tire. Nah, listen, bro. Airsoft he hit guns. The, he hit I the mean, dude. Yeah, I know, but like he hit the dude right in his face. Mm. Oh, in and the, the dude, face! And the dude stopped his car. And as soon as I saw those red lights, I said, "Screw you, bro! You got me into this situation." And I ran. I ran. And stupidly enough, the woods that we were at were right next to his house. So the dude saw us run inside the house, and he pulled up, and we, like, left the airsoft gun there. Like, we dropped everything <laughs> oh, and ran. <laughs> and I, dude, I jumped this, like, five-foot fence. It was amazing. It was like I still talked about it, like, to this day. <laughs> um, 
because it was one of the greatest leaps of running faith away in my from life. the scene of a crime. Running away from <laughs> yeah. this big bald dude. Wait, whoa, he, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, but like he was like whoa. imagine like a thirty five year old man, maybe three hundred pounds, big and bald. All right, me in five years, got it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and like <laughs> he like takes the gun, like he went back and picked up the gun, pulled up to the house, bro, and my friend uh was like, oh, we were just messing around and we accidentally shot this guy. And dude, his parents vouched for us, man. He was like, like the dude came up like dropping F-bombs. These kids shot me in the face. And his parents came out and was like, you're not going to talk to my kids like this. Oh my goodness. And as this is happening, KC says, Hunter, go home right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, are you sure? He said, yeah, dude, just go. And I was like, Thank you so much. And I walked home, and I'm so thankful for that day that oh I had a goodness. friend that even though we were in that together, he looked out for me. Holy So crap. did you ever see him again after oh, that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just oh, didn't good. know if that was like, like last time you like, saw him. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that no, That would no, be no, really no. depressing. <laughs> I still went over there like all throughout like, middle school. Like that dude killed him and his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the house was empty next time he next went day, over. Like, Casey, my friend Casey, he was like, dude, I'm grounded. <laughs> and <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, dude, like, do I need to like do? He's like, no, nah, dude, you're fine. He's like, I've been doing this. I was doing this for a while. Yeah. That's insane. I was inevitably going to get in trouble. And, like, the parents were, like, his parents weren't, like, super angry at him, but they were, like, we're going to have to ground you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you can't go outside for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, um, I'd be pretty mad at my kids. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'd, be, I'd be like, bro, why are you shooting airsoft guns? Like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, do you know what that could do? Like, yeah, people yeah, could yeah. lose their mind and be shooting back at you, and they're not going to have airsoft guns. Like, Real gun. Yeah. It's funny. So, I have two stories exactly to bounce off that. Not airsoft gun. <laughs> but you remember, like, <clears throat> making hornets, paper hornets? Mm-hmm. So in Canal, when I still went to Canal, and it was at the old middle school. Mm, the which one in is, downtown Canal? Yes. And we were parked on the side over there where all the buses would load up. And I was in a hornet mood, apparently, and I <clears> made a good one. And I leaned out the bus window, and I shot the car that went by. Bounced right off the hood. And, like, you could see it. Like, it wasn't like a small. It was a thick boy. <clears throat> These people slammed on their brakes the same way <gasps> and actually came up to the bus door. As soon as I saw him hit their brakes, I looked at everyone sitting around me. I was like, swap seats, swap seats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. we all did like a scramble. Oh, yeah. And dude, got dude was at the bus screaming at the bus driver about it. And I was like, mm, it wasn't me. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Bro, I don't understand people that get that worked up about stuff. Like, if a kid shot me in the face with an airsoft gun, I'd be mad. Don't like, get me wrong. A hornet off the hood. I would, I would hit my brakes and be like, Bro, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I'd yell out the window and be like, what are you, why? But, like, I wouldn't go out, chase the oh, kid was, down, grab the airsoft gun. Wild. I wouldn't be anything like that. Dude, But if a was, kid, like, shot a paper hornet out of the window and bounced it off the hood of my car, I might, like, shoot him a dirty look out the window or something. Dude, those hurt, though. They do. Not they to the, hurt. Not to not the hood of my car. No. Oh. If you, you hit dunk, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd just be like, come on, man. Come on, doofus. Yeah, like, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing? I'd call him a dork or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, yeah. make him feel come really Come on, dumb. nerd. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> the same thing. Nerd. We need some kind of nerd. More lighthearted. When it goes to like early learning to ride a bike, I was still living in California 
and I'm pretty sure I was still on training wheels, but I was like popping wheelies and whatnot in my neighbor's garage. Okay. Just because, you know, Rebel, I'm on X Games mode. Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> you on X Games mode. it's such a core memory that oh, I was in, in that on X Games garage, <laughs> popped a wheelie, and my handlebars came out. Oh, and no. I just went flying backwards. <laughs> oh, man, I have a story. <laughs> I have a story. <laughs> I'm not going to take over yet. I want you no, to No, tell the story. Oh. I don't have anything. Okay. I was never good at riding bikes, so. This, bikes. Has, this has to do with a dirt bike. Bikes! <laughs> you got it. <laughs> okay. Back so drugs. I, okay, I am, I'm convinced that I am, I do have some kind of development, developmental disability. I'm, okay. I'm convinced. Uh, it could have a lot to do with ADD. Um, isn't that a, yep, yep. Technically. Um, and so, um, my family and I would go hunting. Um, we go down to Meigs County. Still, very much do that on occasion. My anyway, uh, I had a friend. His name was Colton, and it, he was like a childhood friend that I grew up with. Our families grew up together, and he got this dirt bike, and he knew how to ride it. But I had never ridden a dirt bike before. I've never operated one. He told me about the clutch. He told me about the brakes, and I got the clutch and the brakes backwards. I thought that the foot clutch was the brake. And so here I am revving up to fifth gear, <laughs> and I don't know how to brake. I don't know how to brake. And I'm going like probably 30 miles an hour, okay? And oh, he, dude, going that's terrifying. I'm probably <laughs> yeah. going 30 miles an hour, okay? And they had like this open woods area, and I was like going around the house. And I'm screaming, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to brake. And I was panicking oh, no. so much to where I was just driving straight, okay? And there's this open woods, like, to the, like, the side of their property. And I am driving straight towards the, that open woods. Somehow, someway, I really do believe that God was with me because I managed to dodge every tree but i did not know how to break and i ran into a ditch okay oh. but when i ran into this ditch i tried to like ramp it somehow some way and when i ran into the ditch i turned and um the whiplash of running into that dish ditch i was not wearing a helmet and it made me bounce my head forward <laughs> into oh, the handlebars oh my goodness Ow. And when that happened, I was able to, fl I flew off the dirt bike. And I have, you might yeah, see, I, see <laughs> I have a scar right here where I had to go to this little clinic in Meigs County with no, like, numbing anything. And I had to get 16 stitches in my temple. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. And legit, oh, like, shoot. I was about unconscious. Like, my dad thought that I was, like, about to die. He could see my, like, my bone, like, in my head. <laughs> like, dude, I was a really stupid kid. Like, not Ooh. stupid, like, as in the decisions I made, but, like, I was just dumb. <laughs> so, similar story. Um, buddy of mine bought a Yamaha R1. Um, I don't know if you're familiar of what that is. Uh, it's a leader bike. You know, you know what a leader bike is? I know what a Kawasaki is. Okay, that's totally <laughs> different. Uh, so a leader bike is a street bike with 1,000 cc. So it's a, it's a, a pretty much as fast so as you like can go. So like in terms of Mario Kart. 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it's like it's a it's a big bike essentially. Yeah. She, bike she got some power. You should you should be very experienced in riding motorcycles if you're going to get on a leader bike. Um, have I'm, you ever seen me ride a motorcycle preface? No. All right. Um, so <laughs> are you looking up what a leader bike looks like? I can for you if you want. So it, it just looks like a sport bike. Okay. You're not going to be like unless you see the sticker on the side. It doesn't look any different than another bike, but. Just for terms, okay. it's a very fast motorcycle. And uh, he's like, you want to try and ride it? And I said yes <laughs> for some <laughs> stupid reason. So I get on this motorcycle, and we're in our apartment complex at the time, and I take it forward. I turn right. I do the same thing you did, but <laughs> I mixed up the brake and the hand clutch. Oh, uh, okay. And so I turn the corner, and I'm not like – quite getting the whole like lean into the corner idea and I get scared and I'm headed straight for a car oh. I'm like well what do I do so I just go to grab the clutch but I grab the front brake on accident <gasps> and I just lock up the front wheel and flip and over the handlebars oh my gosh. Oh, no. but I flipped and the bike landed directly on my foot oh my gosh and I broke I my foot I think I've heard this story actually yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. familiar I broke my foot um, but I didn't want to like admit that I broke my foot <laughs> And so I went back to the house. I got ice on it and everything. <gasps> and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, like I'm pretty sure I just like sprained my ankle, blah, 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 blah. The bike, thankfully, was not really all that messed up. That's good. Um, my buddy was like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal, no big deal. He was actually super mad at me. <laughs> and I, I literally told him, I was like, literally, I will pay for whatever. Like, I'll work whatever I need to work. I was super broke at the time, but I was like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and so. Literally, I could not even sleep. I couldn't walk that night and all that. And finally, I was just like, I broke my foot. Like, oh my there's gosh. no way I didn't. And so I woke up the next day and I called my mom and I was like, I got to go to like the emergency room or like a, a minute clinic or something. Like, I'm pretty sure I broke my foot. And she's like, what'd you do? And I was like, I fell down the stairs. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like 20 at the time. Like, I had no reason to lie to her. <laughs> but for some reason, I was just like, I fell down the stairs. You and. I got with her and like we did everything and I got a boot and everything and I was just like mom I lied and she goes I know and I was just like how'd you know she's like I know you she's like you didn't fall down the stairs and I was just like she's like so what'd you do I was like I wrecked a motorcycle <laughs> and she's like why didn't you just tell me <laughs> this reminds me of an episode of Drake and Josh when he fall when he drops the weight on his foot yeah oh, he doesn't yeah. realize he's like oh it's fine he looks at it and it's black yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. yep Yep. So, super change of pace almost, but growing up, did you have a career that you wanted to do? Mm. Yes. What was it? Um, so, originally, it was social studies teacher. Mm. That's what I wanted to be growing up. Um, and then that transitioned into gunsmith. Makes sense. Um, and then after that, it just kind of was whatever paid the most and let me exist. In the world. Yeah. The American dream, right? Something like that. <laughs> but yeah. Originally a social studies teacher. That's kind of cool. What, what? I guess first, like, what made you want to be a social studies teacher? I always liked history. I always liked, like, learning about it and all that jazz. And I, I really enjoy teaching. I enjoy, like, the idea of teaching kids and, like, being in schools and, like, all of the, the social studies teachers. Social studies teachers that I had growing up 
I really like enjoyed their classes and I like watching them teach and all that. I was like, this would be cool. Like, I think this would be cool to talk about. Um, and it just always seemed like topics that I, I think that I would enjoy talking about. And I dig it. What not? So. I dig it. I dig it. Did you have Mr. Witten in Taze Valley? Yeah. 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 He was always convinced I was very Republican and I was just like, mm, no, <laughs> but I'll talk to you about it. But it was always funny because he would come to me and be like, oh, did you see that? And I'm just like, yeah, man, crazy. Yeah, he was super into it. Like, I'm just, <clears throat> I just like guns, bro. That's literally <laughs> as far as it goes. Hunter? So funny enough, eventually I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to be a social studies teacher and coach baseball because mm. we had a teacher. His name was Mr. Dosh. And same, kind of same story as Kevin Illich. He wanted to do the exact same thing because we, at the time, I loved baseball. And I played it, and I was like, that's what I want to do. But as a young kid, um, I think everyone was like, I want to be a firefighter or be a cop. Um, I didn't care what I did as a kid. Yeah, all I knew I was is cool. I wanted to play video games. <laughs> that's, that's literally all I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to make video games. That's cool. Uh, so I be a game creator. That's, I was like, I wanna, that's what I want to do for my life. Um, my dad wanted me to be a stonemason. Shocker. <laughs> uh, because that's his business. Oh, okay. That's what he, <laughs> he, 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 that's how he, um, you know, that's how he got where he is now. He was helping part of a business and then helping manage and lead and, and owned. And then now he's private. Um, so he like, he wanted me to like do that in Austin. Austin's doing that currently. Hmm. I'm on a completely different direction now, which ultimately at middle school, what I'm doing now is what I'm wanted to do back then, which is really cool. But, you know, that's not always the case for people. Yeah. And I'm fortunate that that happened for me. Um, but I did want to, like, my backup plan. Uh, actually, at first, I went to school to be a teacher. But then I switched to, like, a Christian ministry focus. Um, I still need to finish school. Uh, that's a goal of mine. Um, so that I can advance my, uh, how do you say it? advance my learning academically when it comes to the Bible and things like that. I have like a year left. Um, but when I grew up, I wanted to be a social studies teacher and coach baseball. Um, so yeah, I did not know that about you. I think if I ever broke down and was like, screw this, I need to do something else. It probably would default back to social studies teacher. Yeah. But I would have to go and get a degree. I would have to go and do this and I'd have to go do that. And it would just be, such an undertaking, and you'd be an be, old teacher at that point. Yeah, and it'd it be would hard be, to start. I feel like too, and it'd be a ridiculous pay cut. Yeah, yeah. Like being a first year teacher at any school compared to what I do now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd be looking at a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a number. Yeah, tell uh, us exactly uh, how much uh, you make. Realistically, on the hour. um, probably. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I would guess a thirty to forty percent pay oh, cut. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Okay, so Christian's big balling. Yeah. I'm not big balling, <laughs> but I make decent cash. Yeah. And so. Oh, cash. Great cash, homie. Dude. And that's why it sucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> you almost feel like just locked in now. Yeah. So when you said you want to be a gunsmith, did you want to run a gun store in San Andreas? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, funny story. <laughs> so when I first got into GTA roleplay, um, that was what my first character was. My first character that I made was a the owner of the gun store. <laughs> and um, I built that character up. And eventually, 
in the couple of the servers that we ended up building, we did a completely custom uh, store and custom system for me owning the gun store. That's cool. Yeah. So I got to live out that dream kind of in a really nerdy kind of lame way. but, Um, But still. Yeah. You know? What about you, Brian? What do you want to be when you um, grow up? I'm yeah. still figuring that out. But when I was in high school, there was one thing that I wanted to do. And it was probably the only career that I was just like, yep, this is what I want to do. Until I learned it was at least eight years of schooling. Preferably ten. And it was a physical therapist. Oh. I am a freaking huge anatomy nerd. My brother is one of the higher ups at Columbus State in the anatomy department does like all the dissections on the bodies so i got to go see you know dead bodies get dissected and whatnot and took anatomy in high school and it was the only class i aced all the way through wow really i nerd out hardcore to where like in one of eminem's songs off the underground album (laughs) he says broken tibias and fibias and it's broken tibias and fibulas and like me and my brother were studying anatomy we're like that's wrong (laughs) (laughs) it don't rhyme i mean yeah but it's also wrong (laughs) i love that but like or there was one time where my mom made pasta salad and i sent a a picture to my brother because it like low-key looked like a brain and his response was just gyra and sulci which is the divots and the raises in your brain I am a hardcore nerd when it comes to Dude. human anatomy. Yeah, that's the first word that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I I geek out so much. So like anytime I didn't know that. that's awesome. Like when they're up there on stage, like platform talking and how like the dopamine and all that stuff in your brain works and how it affects mm-hmm. your whole body, I nerd out. I'm stoked because it like connects to the faith and whatnot. But oh yeah. We dissected a cat for six weeks and I was having the time of my life. You skinned it, everything. You started pulling muscles apart. It was dope, dude. You know who else enjoyed doing that? Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, dude. I really wanted to be a physical therapist. Um, I had to have physical therapy in ninth grade because, you know, I grew so fast. I'm so tall. Um, <laughs> and it created a pinched nerve from, like, my hip to my knee. Like, I couldn't run at all until I got done with physical therapy. And I was like, dude, this is pretty dope. And I started looking into it. I did my senior project on it. And they're like, yeah, uh, most people want 10 years. And I was like, eh, no. Not happening. Not doing that. I don't like school. Yeah. So I went and worked in a warehouse instead, you know, <laughs> at 19 years old. I had a similar story with gunsmithing because mm-hmm. I like I looked into gunsmithing. Obviously, huge gun nerd. Like, that's a given. Nerd. Um, but when you go and you really look into gunsmithing, it's literally like metalworking, woodworking, metallurgy. Like, I mean, you learn a little bit of everything. Like, you learn forging. You learn metalworking you learn welding you learn um different heat treating of metal you learn uh i mean wood finishing wood crafting woodworking like all kinds of craziness and it's like that's all stuff that i wanted to know how to do and then like on top of that i got to make guns and so it was like dude into it and then it was like yeah you gotta go to school for like Four years, four or five yeah. years, and then it's like median income is like $38,000 a year. And I was just like, what? Ooh, <laughs> what? <dang>. Hard pass. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. And so there's a reason that most gunsmiths that you see are like 60, 70-year-old dudes. They're retired. It's because they're it. retired, and that's what they're doing for fun. Mm. I have another question, but I feel like it's not going to pertain to Hunter as much because I know you love your job. You love what you get to do. Speak to the next generation. 
But there was a time where I didn't like the job. But here, well, wait for my question, sir. If you could go back and redo your career path, what would you do now with the knowledge that you have? Hmm. Like for me, looking at where like salaries are, way careers look, I would have been the kid that was like, I tell kids and youth this to this day, like go do a trade, bro. Because with everyone going to college and getting these degrees and doing stuff in office, the trades are becoming more scarce. And especially in a lot of them, you can either make your own hours, you can work as much or as little as you want to. And then also now working for like the government, I see that even trades, you can go into government work with those trades and still take advantage. Like if I were to go back, I would do either electrical or HVAC through the career center, go do the apprenticeship at a union, and then get into it that way. I feel like with electrical work, there is no ceiling to the amount of money you can make. Oh no, it's never ending. Like seriously, I don't know. And it just maybe there is, but and I just see the opportunities of like trades in. Obviously, like I'm a pretty hands-on person. I love learning stuff. Like people are surprised sometimes, which whatever I feel about, but like my parents deck on their back. I built all of it by hand by myself. My stepdad coached me and was like teaching me, but like I did it by myself and it's a nice deck. I like it. I always go out there and chill. It's got a nice patio for like space and spot for the grill and everything like that. But like, I know I can learn it now. Obviously it's just more frustrating because I don't have the time and stuff like that. So like if I could look and be like, Oh, if I went into a blue collar given my body would hurt a lot more, but the amount of stuff that I could go in and like, oh, this house needs rehabbed. That's not a big deal for me. I can go do it. I got time. I know the knowledge and I know the people. I got the hookup. Now, like, it's so much like more scarce to have the hookup or the knowledge to do it. Still could, but it would take a lot more. That's the, that's like, that's the same way I am. Like, you give me enough time and you give me the tools, like, I can probably do it. Um, but yeah, like, it'd be nice to have done it. Um, Honestly, if I were to go back and do it again, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'd do. Cause like, I don't, I don't think I would want to, I don't know, bro. Like, honestly, cause it's hard. Like it's, I don't know if I'd want to get into college because that's a financial burden. And like, I don't feel like growing up and like looking at how my life went that it would have been a smart financial choice for me to go to college but then like maybe it would have if i would have gone so i don't know i think i probably would have been smarter with my money right off the bat um maybe tried some other stuff but i don't know for sure what i would have done probably invested a lot of money that's another thing too like my first job i was young and dumb and just trying to get as much as cash as i could because I was working like 60 hours a week, so I I had money rolling in. I wasn't putting anything towards retirement. I was just trying to stack up as much as I could. When I got with the city is when I first started like, oh, retirement, oh, investments. I need to be more aware of this. And that's something I wish I would have done for my first job as well. Bought a bunch of Dogecoin. Yeah, boy. (laughs) Yeah, like tons of it. Um, If you forced me to like- Pick something else. Yeah, like something else. Honestly, it'd be IT. Um, I, I know you're, you're shaking his head. You're shaking your head, no. But I mean, 
when it comes to IT, when it comes to tech. I mean, tech is the future. If you're going to pick IT, pick an IT job that lets you work from home. Mm. Mm, yeah. Um, That's the well, biggest like, struggle I'm having. I could learn like right coding now. and crap like that. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like that would be dope. Yeah. Coding, coding and, and stuff like that is definitely a, a use. Um, but yeah. Find a job that lets you work from home because my biggest, that's my biggest struggle right now is just, it's a job that's like hit or miss when you're needed. And there's days where you just like go in and just like stare at the wall. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So for someone who doesn't, who doesn't have the opportunity to work from home, I know both of you to an extent do, mm-hmm. do you feel you're just as productive? And I know Christian, like your job, you're like, it can be sometimes hit or miss on how productive you can be because sometimes you have to be on site to do certain things. But do you feel a struggle to be productive? Yep. Or <laughs> not really. Why do you think you struggle with it? Um, for me, it's like um, my attention when I'm working from home is not at work. Mm-hmm. It's more, um, hey, boss, if you're listening, I do get work done at home. <laughs> um, but um, it's harder for me to like actually be able to do that work because you have a newborn baby. You know, yeah. you, have a, you have a little little man. And if you're home, your your wife's going to ask for your help. Yeah, absolutely. You know, eventually. And, and then... For me, I am a very like I need to be z- zoned in, or everything else is going to distract me from what I'm trying to do. Hmm. Um, I find little pockets of pro- productivity, and actually, when it comes to like working at home and productivity, even in the workplace, uh, true like moments of productivity that window is actually smaller than what people think. Um, it you don't have to be able to. Sometimes that idea of being productive for over two hours is actually not true. Like sometimes um, when it comes to productivity, um, our, there's, there's like a study and there's more like actual factual knowledge to it. I'm telling you what I remember, especially because of our attention spans nowadays. Um, sometimes our windows of pr- productivity are only 30 to 45 minutes. Hmm. Um, I'd have to look it up again. There's a book. Oh, the book is called At Your Best by Carrie Newhoff. Okay. It talks about um, like certain zones that you um, have in your in your day. You have a green zone, you have a yellow zone, you have a red zone, and in those zones that you have, schedule yourself that time to where okay, this is the time where I'm most productive, I'm most awake, I'm most wired. I'm going to do the really important things in this time slot. So for me, my green zone is 10 typically from 10 a.m to 1 p.m and then two to five is like yellow and then like five on is red um yellow zone is like you do things that are important but not priority because the things that are most important you're going to have the most energy towards that thing think little miscellaneous things you you do that for the red zone or if you're off the clock you know you're relaxing at home or you're just living (laughs) that's your red zone um i've had to learn especially when it comes to working from home like this is the time where i know i can get all the crap i need to get done done and so i'm going to schedule my time to do this yellow zone is when i do my phone calls or some meetings the red zone is like a little crap like oh i need to i need to type up a, a curriculum or something that's something i can do naturally with not a lot of thinking not that i don't think about it but 
when it comes to content and things that I'm making, I have an idea of already what I'm doing. So I'm just like, I'm just typing at that point. And so for me, I've, I've had to learn like, here's the window of productivity when it comes to working at home. The things that you really want to get done, you better do it at this time because there may be a time when you're home, the things that you're doing in the yellow zone or maybe the times where you get distracted helping with, with the baby or, or, you know, other, most of the time it's that. And so I've had to learn, like, when it comes to working at home, when are you going to be able to get the things that are most important done mm-hmm. and everything else, you know, that's pressing, um, you know, make sure you're doing it earlier time because then there's this window where you're going to be needed at home. Um, and so, but there's some times where I do have the option to work from home just because like if, like if Lauren's home with Cohen, you know, I can come into the office where I can work from home and nine times out of 10, I'm going into the office unless Lauren's like, I'd really like for you to be home. I'm like, okay, I'll work from home. I don't get a lot done <laughs> because you know, I'm there and Lauren's like, oh, can you hold on for a sec? And you know, my attention's there. That was a lot, but yeah. It all makes sense, though. I like it. Um, super random question, but Christian, can you fill us on fill us in on your uh, continuous loop of songs, <laughs> and what song is currently going through your head? Uh, currently, it's "Laugh It Off" by Post Malone. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Can you explain your continuous loop? Because I'm really curious. Um, pretty much just at any given time throughout the day, I just have a song in my head, and it's usually not the whole song. It's just like a tidbit of the song. Um, anything can kick it off. It'll change randomly depending on if I hear something or if like somebody says something that's close to or similar to a line of a song or if somebody just sings a song or if a song comes on or if whatever, um, it'll change it. But yeah, literally like it's not a joke. It's not like Megan messing around because I know she posted that this word yeah but like it's not I'm not kidding like you can literally walk up to me at any point of the day unless there's music playing and you can walk up to me and be like what song's playing in your head right now and I will tell you a song <laughs> I'm gonna start doing this I promise you on like a sporadic occasion I promise you 100% so what song is going through your head right now I already said it oh, the laugh it off by Post Malone yeah. come on it's literally been going through my head since we started this podcast it's been since I left the house that's a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the longest you remember a song being stuck in your head? Oh, I don't know. It's oh, okay. just it's it's just background okay. noise okay. at this point. And like I said, it's just like it's just small little tidbits of it. It's not the yeah. whole song. Yeah. Also, hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize ahead of time for this one. Ooh. So I have had to fo- refocus my ADD while we've been talking. Because I don't know what it is about this room or the way I'm sitting, or maybe because my chair is higher. But Hunter's hairline, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I found myself at one point and I was like, bald. He's going bald. (laughs) I will say, I did not not do my hair today. And. You don't get to be like bald. Like oh, I, I, well, I'm a hundred percent the person that gets to do it. <laughs> my eyes. But I legit, I was just seeing like, do you know where it's from? What my bald. eyes? Bald. It's from SpongeBob. What? What? It's the movie, yeah. King Neptune or whatever it is. Yep. I know. But no, like, cause I'm sitting at the corner where like the widow's peak starts, and you can see it's getting a little thin. It's cause my hair is getting longer. Oh, is so that you it? See my widow's peak. 
I, I feel like it should be the opposite then. It should cover your widow's peak. Like he's looking at it right now, like, how about is well, it? Well, the way my hair grows <laughs> now. You see the way my hair set up. <laughs> Got to check it into savings. <laughs> <laughs> and the checking go into the savings, but the savings don't set up with the checking. Also, speaking uh, of hair. Maybe it's just being a dad now. We can, we can cut like, this out of the podcast if we really want to, but I just want to get your guys' reactions on audio. So I've shown Courtney this, and she bugs out when I show her this. So... You guys have like seen older pictures. Like I had hair at one point, yeah, and a lot of hair in high school. Okay, yeah. So I showed Courtney this picture, and she bugged out, bro. <laughs> I was sixteen at the time of this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, bro. I just, found that. Just post that. Yeah, I'm not posting that. <laughs> I like it. I have purposely not sent that one to people because I don't want the blackmail. That's all I had. I just wanted to talk about Christian's song loop in your hairline. Wow. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I need a haircut. <laughs> I keep my hair short. I, feel like I don't have enough wild, outlandish comments, and that was my outlandish comment. Was that was a good one? Yeah. Like, bro, see, like, do you see it? this right here? Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel for him. Dang. I went through that phase, and now look, gone. I'm really sad. <laughs> I'm really sad right now. It's a good thing Lauren really loves you. Yeah. <laughs> well, whether she loves me now or not, she's stuck. She's stuck. The only way out is death. Yeah, bruh. This is the covenant. All right, quick fire. Is cereal milk? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, uh, that's how fire. you know we need food. Is cereal dude. milk? <laughs> dude. Dude. I, I fired that so quick, I didn't even think about it before I said it. <laughs> Is cereal with milk a soup? <laughs> You're going to have to wait for Christian to process this. Dude. Quick fire. Is Dude. cereal milk? <laughs> cereal with milk is a soup. Do we agree? I'm making that a sound bite. I hope you realize that. Oh, boy. That's going, that's going on. Yeah, it's going on our soundboard. Quick bro. fire. <laughs> Quick fire. Is cereal milk? Okay. <laughs> cereal with milk is a soup. Yes or no? Uh, Yes. Yeah? I'd say yes. Sure. I don't hmm. see why not. Huh. Quick fire was one, in, uh, one question. <laughs> Who's winning in a fight? Joe Exotic or Carol Baskin? Carol Baskin. Nah, Joe Exotic. Bro, she's already won a fight. She killed her husband. Wait, I thought he was alive. That's her second husband. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The tiger. That shows that I only watched TikTok clips of Bro, what? Tiger King. I binged that like the redneck yeah, in my did soul too. did. Yeah, Within a did day, too. it was done. And I as soon as the second thing came out where they all interviewed, I was hooked. Because that was like oh, in COVID. I didn't COVID. watch the second one. It was in COVID. The they first have, one like, was interviews in COVID, of yeah. everybody. Dude, I wasn't watching anything. I was playing Fortnite Ooh. and Siege. My boy. I was hooked on some Tiger King. Dude, I would I would work at Pizza Hut from 4 to midnight, and then I'd come home and play Siege from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. I was working, up, rinse and repeat. I was working at Morgan Stanley. Oh. And at the time, it, we were all remote. And for like the first four months of uh, COVID, I had a position there where I didn't have to be on phones. I just had to monitor ticket queues. Hmm. So... You had all the time in the world. I had a ticket queue up on one monitor, and I had Modern Warfare up on the other monitor. Heck yeah. And that was my days. They're officially shutting down Warzone 1, I think, tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. On MW 2019? Yes. No, on Warzone 1. Like Warzone 1 that came out with Modern oh, Warfare 2019. Okay. 
they're shutting down all the servers for Warzone 1. Ooh. People have still been playing, like, it and Rebirth and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So, it's done after tomorrow. Hmm. Rip. Anyway, what was the next question? That's it? That's all you had. I don't even remember what the second one was. What was the second one? It was Joe Exotic. Oh, Joe Exotic. Nah, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic's winning that fight. Nope. Yeah. He's in jail. He ain't winning nothing. I mean, but that, that's implying that they're going <laughs> to like fight outside Carol's winning. of jail. Didn't no. Joe Exotic try to send a letter to Joe Burrow? Yeah, I saw. I don't know if it's like, real or not, though. He sends yeah. letters to everybody. He's, that's what he did. He didn't send it to me. Did he send it to you? No. You but don't I mean, have like, 270 million contract. You're not famous. Hmm. You ain't yeah. got the money to bail him out. We're not famous, bro. Amen to that, yeah. All three of us combined don't have the money to bail him out. It's true. I ain't got the money to bail myself out. I mean, don't go to jail. I'm not going to. I'm ESA for to. the kids. Don't go to jail. Don't go to jail. All right, anything else before we go get some food in our bellies? That's all I got, my man. All right. Cereal. Pray milk? for my hairline. No, I'm not praying for your hairline. I'm praying it goes away. Praying on your downfall. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, bro. Quick fire. Cereal Quick fire. milk. Cereal milk. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That was awful. <laughs> All right. Friends. You have anything? Wait, wait, wait. You have anything? Dude, he was working on the outro. And no, just... I'm cutting him off. Oh. You, we have to give our, our closing sentences. You didn't. Closing statements? That too, yeah. Closing remarks. No, I don't think that I too. got anything. All right, All right. Back to the outro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a closing statement. What? Uh, and and you're going to yell at me for cutting him off? And it's a question you I want you all. You just talked about your hair, bro. Oh. It's a question I want you Ryan's all... Ryan's getting hangry, bro. It's a question <laughs> I, I want you all to think about as this episode ends. Okay? I, I ain't got all day, bro. I'm going to leave and go get food without you. Are the Canadians poisoning the water? What? To turn the freaking frogs gay. gay. What do the Canadians have to do with this? The wildfires, man. I'm about to leave. Friends, <laughs> family, <laughs> ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, and number two fan. Arson. <laughs> I wish I'd have got this on video. Dang it. Carson. Carson. He smacked his nose on that last one. Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Our band of brothers got the game smothered, so we hit the road, switching lanes over this game over. And we ride till he say over. Rap game, here's your makeover. Still three amigos when the day's over. Uh-huh.